are those tears? Are those tears? Is he crying? He has to be crying because you know he can't act. Who do you think you are, Madonna? There's no crying in baseball unless you're Ric Flair. This is the Yes Talk. WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's going to be called down the middle, 50-50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Welcome to the Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is your Survivor Series 2015 post-show. If if you're listening, you probably just watched the show. If you haven't watched Survivor Series yet, I don't know why you hit play. This is going to be a huge spoiler. Spoiler. I got a spoiler alert. This show is full of spoilers. Uh, Or if you haven't seen it. So, all right. So, we just got done. Just got done with Survivor Series. Um, it, it was a show. It was a show. Uh, I, I wasn't like on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, it, it was an exciting, it was very predictable. I'll be honest. It was very predictable. I found myself relatively emotionless during, um, a lot of it. I felt a lot of the matches were rushed. Uh, it was, it was a good show. It ended well. Uh, we have a new, we have a brand new WWE heavyweight champion. We uh we knew world heavyweight champion. We knew it was gonna happen. We knew it would be somebody. Um, and everybody who said, Oh, it's gonna be Roman Reigns, you were right. You were absolutely right. For about seven minutes, you were correct. Maybe six minutes, you were correct. Um Sheamus is our current standing WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yes, Sheamus cashed it in. A lot of people thought it was going to happen. It was definitely a hot topic of conversation going into Survivor Series, and it happened. And I will say this. I didn't realize how much I wanted Sheamus to cash in until I felt what having Roman Reigns as the world champion feels like. I, I didn't... I didn't know how much I wanted Sheamus to cash in his money in the bank contract tonight at Survivor Series until I felt the feelings that radiated from a Roman Reigns champion. The match. Okay, first off, as soon as this match, Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose ended at at uh, in, in central time, it was 938. When it ended, it was 9.38, and I said, no way, it is too early, this mat, something else is going to happen. Something else is going to happen, it's too early, there's too much time left for nothing to happen. Uh, and, and it did, uh, and the Triple H came down, you're like, alright, something is going, something is going to happen, he's not just going to come out and shake us. There was part of me who was like, is Triple H about to challenge Roman Reigns? Are we just going to get another match right now? No, Roman Reigns, uh, Triple H went for the handshake. Roman Reigns denied it, started to walk away, dropped the title, and then speared Triple H. Uh, and you're like, okay, this is awesome. That, that, that's pretty awesome. That just happened. Uh, this is, not, you know, so, okay, this is moving forward. 
maybe we're going to get to a Triple H Roman Reigns match and then all of this in the future. And then Roman Reigns, like I forgot about Sheamus at this point. At this point, you know, Triple H just got speared. I'm like, there's no Sheamus. And with that, no music, anything, Roman Reigns stands up, bro kick, cashing it in, new champion. And it got a great pop. Probably the second best pop of the night. Uh, the first best pop. Top two pops of the night. First, definitely Sheamus uh, winning. Huge. The crowd loved it. The fans loved it. Uh, the second biggest pop of the night, Gold Dust. That's what Gold Dust probably got the second biggest pop of the night. In the pre-show, nevertheless, in the pre-show. The pre-show match seemed to be longer than a lot of the matches on the actual card. I just felt they were forced. We didn't have any great, like, 20, 20, you know, 20 minute matches. No, like, grueling, like, oh my God. Like, it really, that's when you really start getting into a match, right? Like, is after that 15 minute mark, when they're real, and when they're really starting to work, you start getting to that 20 minute mark. When they're really starting to get into it, really starting to like just go off pure adrenaline and, you know, the kickouts like it could come at any time. And we didn't get any of those those caliber that caliber of match. We didn't get any of those matches, in my opinion. Like there was the matches were good while they lasted. There was no like horrible matches. Uh, The traditional Survivor Series match was good. It was fun. It was entertaining. Um, But but the, the, the matches were good. In my opinion, I would have liked to seen some longer matches. Um, uh, so, uh, for also, okay, moving for just brief. This was an interesting Survivor Series because yesterday, um, a uh, <laughs> um, anon- the hacktivist group Anonymous announced that they had come across um, information saying that there could be possible... Uh, terrorist uh, ISIS-led attacks at WWE Survivor Series. I mean, it was taken very seriously. Um, they WWE was working with the authorities. That seemed that they had military out front of the arena. Um, they were not letting any bags come in. They opened the doors an hour early to accommodate for like all the extra pat down and security. Uh, and my hats off. My hats off, and my heart's out because. I mean, that's on the table. I don't know if anybody, if, if that was on the mind of the wrestlers while they're in the ring. I mean, going into it, yeah, that's got to be kind of scary for a lot of these people. But WWE, they, they you know, Triple H was tweeting, uh, yes, keeping the fans up to date about what was going on directly. And my hat's off to WWE, big time. My hat's off and my heart's out. They, they reacted immediately. They... Uh, most most importantly, they took good precautionary measures, um, but they didn't back down. They didn't bow out. They didn't cancel. Um, you know, maybe they should have if there's a possibility of something. But they they decided they were not going to be intimidated by terroristic threats. They moved forward, um, and the show went on. And my hat's off. I mean, it's got to be a weird situation to work in. It's it does. It has to be. There has to. It has to be a different kind of a environment than usual when there's like you know potential I mean, terroristic threats going. You know, being so. My hat's off. My heart's out. Um, 
and I'm, I'm glad nothing happened. Uh, and, you know, people were making uh, on the social media, just one more thing on this real quick. People were making jokes here and there about uh, the the threats on your Twitters and Facebooks yesterday and, you know, some memes out there, you know, like, like ISIS is just mad. ISIS doesn't want to see Roman Reigns win either. ISIS is just mad. Roman hasn't learned how to cut a promo yet. Or so, you know, just jokes. They're making jokes, whatever. They're making jokes, uh, which is how a lot of people cope and deal. It's fine. It's jokes. It's humor. It's great. Uh, and other people were getting upset. Like, oh, you know. So, But the thing is, you can't get mad about humor. Because if we can't laugh, the terrorists already won. All right? It is our duty to enjoy and to laugh you know and if that you know what if you don't want to laugh if you don't feel it's appropriate then don't laugh but don't judge other people for coping and dealing in their own ways if you can't laugh we already lost all right so all right survivor series 2015 does uh does having a three-hour raw hurt the pay-per-views i mean part of the fun of having a three-hour pay-per-view is like the shows used to be an hour long you know growing up as a kid raw was an hour prime time monday night prime time was an hour long uh the, you didn't even have smackdown you'd get an hour of prime time a week and now you know and then you get early weekends like sunday morning like really early uh and then like four times a year you'd get a three-hour event then they started adding more and more, but now you have three hours uh, of Raw, three hours of Raw every week, two hours of SmackDown every week, and then once a month you're getting a three-hour pay-per-view, which I like. I love having the network specials once a month. I love it. It's great. I, I, especially now that I have the network and they're only $9.99 you know, each, which is, I mean, they were 60 bucks a piece. So for the price of two pay-per-views, you're getting all of them a year, plus the, all the program. It's I love the network. I do. I love having this three-hour monthly specials. I like having the extra network specials, you know, like the NXTs, the house shows. I think it's all great. But my question is, does having a three-hour Raw affect your pay-per-views? Because it, what ha, you know, you're filling so much content weekly on Raw. You you have to have so many matches to keep going, and you only have so many people on your roster. So a lot of times, what we get are these uh, network special pay per views that feel just like a glorified Raw. You're getting the same matches. There's so many six man tag matches on Raw, and you know title matches, and just everything you're getting. You can only mix it up so much with the roster that you have there's a lot of injuries out there's not you know they're really not building people to be superstars Sheamus has held the title before I think it was a good choice I do I think putting it on Sheamus was a good choice because they weren't prepared for this they weren't they weren't prepared for this Cena and Orton both out which is fine let's see some new blood Sheamus I think it'll really help since he's since he came back with his heel turn and his new look, his new attitude, he I mean, he got the briefcase, which is good. But this is Sheamus knows how to carry a title. He knows how to be champion. He does. He knows how to be champion. And I think it's a fine decision. I, I'm not upset about it. Uh, we'll see how it goes moving forward. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe this could build to a Daniel Bryan return. And let him go against Sheamus. They've because every time he wants to come back, they want to put Daniel Bryan against Sheamus. Well, now 
I mean, if Daniel Bryan comes back, he, there's nowhere else except the main event where he can be. So, I mean, because he's a superstar. He is a superstar. They, The fans built him to a superstar, and WWE allowed him to go to that level to become a superstar, which is something they haven't done with a lot of people. They could have taken Dean Ambrose and turned him, built him into a superstar. And tonight was a great opportunity to do that, but he's still just putting everybody else over. He's still just jobbing for everybody else. I mean, Dean Ambrose is so, so close to being on that next level of star for WWE and just to keep him right there on the edge it's not going to last forever it's not it's not going to last forever you have to build stars for the future and for the present you need stars now forget the future you need stars now John Cena is out he, he's got, you know, you mean you, Seth Rollins, your champion is gone six to nine months. Daniel Bryan, gone. Orton, injured. I mean, it's you, Cesaro now, I hear, is injured. He's going to have to have a shoulder surgery. You need star power, and you're never going to do that if you don't build champions. If you. So, uh, all right, the pre-show, Bo Dallas, Miz, uh, Stardust, and the Ascension versus Neville, Dudley's Titus, and a huge surprise pop from Goldust. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this. Um, I was pleasantly surprised to see Goldust. It was a fun match. Um, Dudley's Titus and Goldust were your winners. It seemed everybody but Neville. I don't know why you would... Uh, and, and the Miz pin Neville, that hat. So, and it did come down to Bo Dallas and Stardust. Why has Bo Dallas, why is he not already a, a two-time Intercontinental Champion? This guy is so good. He can wrestle. He can cut a promo. He's fun. He could be selling a million Bo Leave t-shirts. The guy is great. The guy is phenomenal. I really like Bo Dallas. I like the character. I like the, sh the, I like the grin, the schmite-eating, the, the poo-eating grin. We'll call it a poo-eating grin. Uh, <laughs> um, it was a fun match it was a pre-show a traditional Survivor Series match and even in the pre-show um, so it was good it was a good it was a solid 20 minute match solid 20 minute like I think uh, it started at like 32 and it ended at 53 so including your intros and entrances that was a solid 20, 20 minute match right there um, alright so Survivor Series started with Reigns versus Del Rio. This was a good match. This is really a good match. And this is where I was talking about, like, right when the match started getting really good, it ended. Like, it started, you know, the, they were getting, Del Rio was getting his kicks off. Uh, he, I think he was dodging a spear. We had a Superman punch in there. Uh, and they were just starting to work each other. And Del Rio seemed like he was really getting hyped up. He was like, he came around the corner. He was about to come back to the ring and to just to get reins and then just got caught. And the match was over. And I was like, man, this match was just getting going, in my opinion. Uh, so, I mean, Reigns won, and so right there, I mean, you're like, okay, so this is really, this is painting the picture. Uh, this is the picture that everybody has already been painting. We all, there, like I said, there was nothing, like, amazingly surprising in, in tonight's show. Um, you know, fun matches could have lasted longer. Ambrose versus Kevin Owens I thought was 
I don't know if it was cut really short or if they just needed to keep everything to a time, but I felt that match should have been 15 minutes longer than it was. Uh, Ambrose versus Kevin Owens, in my opinion, never even had a chance to get going. We could have seen a really good match there. Now, maybe this is something that we have to look forward to in the future. You know, Kevin Owens being uh, the Intercontinental Champion, Ambrose now not the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Hey, maybe Ambrose and Kevin Owens, I'd like to see that feud. This could carry out for a while. We could definitely see that. And why not put the Intercontinental title on Ambrose and put him in the run? Don't just have him go in and lose another feud. Let's give this guy an opportunity. Granted, I like Kevin Owens. I think he's good. he does well. I think he's going to do well with that title. I do think he's going to, he does well with the title. He wears it well. He's a, it's the, tonight's the Kevin Owens show. He talks great. Oh, man, I, he talks great. I'd love to see an ongoing feud with those Kev, like Ambrose and Kevin Owens on the mic, especially going back and forth. Uh, I mean, they're both very experienced. They both have been wrestling for a long, long time. Uh, and I just think that would be great. Moving forward, yeah, let's see the next Intercontinental title feud be Ambrose and Kevin Owens. Um, so, and then Ambrose, Ambrose won uh, very quickly. Uh, he did do that. And so setting up a main event of Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. Exactly what I thought it was going to be the first time I saw the bracket. The, the second I saw the bracket, uh, before it even started, I said, we're going to have Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. They were on opposite sides, opposite corners, exact opposite corners. It was just, it was, it was going to happen. It was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. I mean, there was parts of you and some people who are like, I'd love to see Kevin Owens, you know, or a Del Rio out of left field. Just do it. But it wasn't. And as much as that, like, kid in you, that harder, you want to be surprised. You want to think that maybe it's not going to be that predictable you know, part of you was like, oh, man, let's, let's, let's put Kevin Owens through. Del Rio's a former champion. He knows how to be champion, too. I mean, they, you know, they brought him back. They're paying him a good amount of money to come back. So, but, you know, there, there, there it is. Uh, and then, so, Reigns, Ambrose. Then we had the five-on-five traditional Survivor Series match on the Survivor Series. Uh, again, this is predictable. As soon as uh, Lucha Dragons, or Ryback came out, I think it was as soon as Ryback came out, and then Lucha, and at that point, I'm like, okay, now we're going to see the Usos. And before the, you know, their, their opponents even came out, I'm like, well, it'll be New Day with Barrett and Sheamus. And who was it? New Day with Barrett and Sheamus. Um, uh, fun match, good match. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, by the way, hairdo of the night to Xavier Woods. Are you kidding me? What? How much time did that take? And to the point he came out at the beginning of the match, he's like, don't touch my hair. No hair. Do not touch my hair. It was really fun. I love the hairdo. It's nothing you can do regularly if you want to be taken seriously and if you really want to, you know, continue and rise and hold gold. It's just, it's silly. But once in a while, especially in the new day, you can do that. You can't, you can go a little once in a while, but man, that just congratulations to Xavier Woods for even having hair that'll do that. It was wonderful. It was so awesome. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but your winners uh, were uh, one Uso, Ryback, and one Dragon. That was, uh, it was a mixture. 
you know, is a mixture of your mid cards and tag team divisions. So when the match was over, you weren't just looking at a couple Lusos. You weren't just looking at a Lucha Dragon and a Ryback. You were looking at the whole picture, just a smaller version of it, a, def- a slightly defeated but winning version of it. Oh, yeah. And at, in the pre-show, they announced uh, the Dudleys, Titus, and Goldust as your sole survivors, which, I yes, there's four of them. There is four. There's four of them. But that's something that goes all the way back. They're sole survivors. Like, the only people, I guess. The one four people. That individual four people. So, um, all right. So, yeah, the five on five uh, with a dragon and Uso and a Ryback. Followed by, uh, man, uh, the Divas title match, Sheamus versus Paige. Uh, again, this was very predictable. It was... It was an okay match. It's not as good. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. It was a little dry. Um, I thought her finisher, when she got her in the figure eight at the end, uh, it was very close to the ropes, in my opinion. It was like almost a little too, like she could have easily reached the ropes here. Um, that could maybe should needed could have been maneuvered or you know a little better. You know, maybe like somehow just get her away from the ropes a little bit. Um, but but uh, it was just a little dry. It was drier than I thought it would be. It didn't really it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the match I wanted it to be. It wasn't the match I was expecting it to be, but it was the outcome that I expected it to be. It's exactly what I thought it would be. This is Charlotte's first title defense away from the Bellas. Uh, there's no way she's dropping the title yet. I don't think the match lived up to the raw promo. A lot of people were upset about the promo uh, during the contract signing on Monday Night Raw, bringing up Charlotte's brother who had passed away uh, with Paige. Like, well, apparently he wasn't as strong as you thought he was. Or what? So apparently he wasn't that strong. Well, I, I believe the line was. Uh, and a lot, like a lot of people got, got a lot of heat. Apparently, there were, they didn't talk to the family of WWE. Ric Flair was not happy. Uh, the mother was not happy. Um, Rick was the, the nature dad was stating that he feels they took advantage of a rookie Charlotte, afraid to say no. Um, and so, on that note, oh, maybe they should have talked to the family. Um, but any anybody who wasn't interested in the match before that. Well, they you, they were th- talking about it then. They, they suddenly became very interested. I just don't think the match lived up to the hype of the promo. I mean, if that's really going to be an incredible 20, 25-minute match, you're just going to go out like every move you know. If you're just emptying the playbook in there and you're just going to go to the very, to the very end and really just play it out, cool. But I it was... It was just a little unnecessary. It was a little unnecessary. The match was, like I said, if, if you knew you were going in for an incredible match and you were just going to, like, looking for match of the night here, uh, which they didn't even have time to, they would have had to let him go a little longer to get match of the night. Um, uh, yeah, it just didn't It didn't keep up. in my So maybe the hype was better than the match. Um but it was good. I mean, there it was there was definitely some good wrestling. Uh, 
you, you know, Charlotte versus Paige, like the the blonde versus the black hair and the, you know, and just light versus dark. It really almost has this like uh, angel versus demon kind of a thing, like good versus evil, light versus dark uh, aspect to it. When you look at them, when you look at the promo pics, I mean, this is a few that could really go on for a while. They could carry this out a little longer. I mean, Paige did lose fair and square. It's not like they are going to demand a rematch, but something could happen. This could build into a, you know, a TLC. Maybe the maybe we'll see the ladies getting dirty on the tables, maybe in a full TLC match, maybe a ladder match. Maybe it'll turn into a triple threat. Um, I think here in the next month or two, we're going to start seeing WWE introduce Sasha Banks to the title picture. Uh it, it, it may be just enough to build it so she'll take the belt at summer at wrestlemania uh i could see that i think my i mean they're 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 gonna build i mean you would think that they're going to build uh charlotte for sasha banks at wrestlemania unless of course ronda rousey has decided she is going to be at wrestlemania then who knows what they're gonna do I mean, would you rather see Ronda Rousey versus or Stephanie McMahon or versus Charlotte? Char you know, um, maybe you have her go against Stephanie at first. Uh, that, and then you do Charlotte versus Sasha. Let that be a match. But then you can also have Ronda versus Stephanie, which, I mean, that's... Stephanie McMahon can go in the ring. She's, I mean, would it be... What would be more believable inside a wwe ring not what would be more believable inside of an octagon but what would be more believable inside of the wwe ring ronda rousey versus stephanie mcmahon or ronda rousey versus charlotte i think versus stephanie could be a pretty good i think that could be pretty good not taking anything away from charlotte i mean would it be charlotte that Rhonda and Charlotte have started a Twitter feud. They do have a little Twitter feud they carry on. They carry on a little bit. I mean, so they're already kind of building towards it. Um, only time will tell. Uh, let me know what you think uh, at the Yes Talk on Twitter. Follow me. Hey, please uh, follow me on Twitter at the Yes Talk. Hey, you know what? Follow me. I'll probably follow you back. Uh, check me out on uh, iTunes, too, at the Yes Talk. Rate, subscribe, review, all the good stuff. Um, all right, so following the Divas match, uh, Charlotte carries on. Tyler Breeze versus Ziggler. Again, not a surprise. Tyler Breeze with the victory. Um, that was absolutely expected it. Um, Tyler Breeze, you know, his, his, his debut match was in the tournament versus uh, Dean Ambrose uh, on Raw. Uh, he lost. Not a bad person to lose to. Also, not a bad thing to do. Not a bad thing to do your first match. I mean, when you're that Tyler Breeze character and then you think about Fandango a little bit and how he debuted at WrestleMania and got over on uh, Chris Jericho and then they did nothing with it. So, hey, you know what? Let him debut on Raw. Let him wrestle Dean Ambrose in a title tournament and let him lose. And then he came out uh and then he his retribution match was our truth, not the strongest guy to come out and try to, you know, get like 
victory retribution uh, with, but nevertheless, victory, good match. Uh, it, so this was like his third or fourth match already, and so, and he won. It was Survivor Series. There, there was no debut. It wasn't. I mean, so it was good. It was just a good, clean victory for a new face um, to the main roster. Uh, he was great in NXT, and he's probably going to be a good addition to the WWE roster. Talent-wise, he can wrestle. So, uh, welcome, Tyler Breeze. Congratulations. Uh, big victory tonight for the the uh, main roster rookie, if you will. So, uh, And the main event, of course, of course, uh, the who would have seen this one coming? Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. Not in a million years would I have seen that coming. Um, Roman Reigns uh, getting the victory over Dean Ambrose. And the crowd just wasn't quite with it it was a little like man it that really just happened like it just ended it um it was not a long match it ended really early like i said as soon as the match was over you could look at the clock and be like something else is going to happen um it was a good match. It was a really fun match. And, you know, they did a good job of, you know, something everybody thought was going to happen. And a lot of the rumors and speculation was that either Rambo, Rambo, Ambrose plus Reigns, Reigns plus Ambrose equals Rambo, Rambos. I'm Rambos. Rambo. I'm your worst. I'm your worst nightmare. I'm Rambros. So, uh, Dean, so they, they didn't turn either one of them heel. Everybody thought that either Ra Ambrose or Reigns would have joined the authority and left with, uh, the, uh, a heel change and a title. Uh, and that didn't happen. They left their brotherhood, their, their brotherhood. They left their friendship. They left them both faces. Um, and they, they had this spot where they were both kind of on their butt and then they, start just shoving each other, taking turns shoving each other in the face, which then turns into punching each other in the face. Like, just sitting there jabbing, closed fist jabbing each other in the face, just exchanging, like, real punches, uh, and they just stand up and continue, and it, it, which is, they, it was like, when you just shove each other in the face like that, that's what brothers do. It was really kind of fun. It was a, they did a good job telling... They, they did a good job telling the story of them being friends during that match. They really did. They did a good job telling the story of two friends who respect and like and love each other fighting for the title. Um, my, my, my buddy, Sean, who was over here watching with me tonight, he comes over every pay-per-view. He, he, and he said to me, he goes, he goes, Dustin, if you and I were ever fighting for the WWE title, I would do whatever it took to beat you. And I said, Sean, if we were fighting for the WWE title, I would throw my baby at you. Um, yeah, I said that. And, and, and that's what you felt, though, from these two. It's like we've been friends for, for a long, long time. We've worked together. We've, you, you know, you've teamed together. And now it, one of you will be the next WWE champion. I'm glad they didn't do what they did 
to Dean Ambrose. Ending it like they did with Sheamus. I'm glad it didn't happen to Dean Ambrose. Because this is honestly twice now Roman Reigns has gotten screwed in one year. Twice in one year, Roman Reigns has, you have to think, has gotten pretty screwed from the Money in the Bank contract. Uh, Did he know? Where did where did the tears come from? I mean, really, where did these tears come from? Was he? I mean, you could think about it on a lot of levels. Like, okay, he he's crying because he. Okay, it's not acting. We all know that. We all know it wasn't acting. We can all sit here and safely say Roman Reigns was not crying because he was acting. Something triggered it. Now, was it happiness? Was he happy that he finally made it to, you know, he did win the title? Even though he lost it in six minutes, was he still happy? Um, was he? Is it frustration? Was he crying from frustration? Did he know? Did he know? I mean, is it? did Triple H tell him what was going to happen when he came down? Do you think that there's even a remote possibility Triple H came down to an unsuspecting Roman Reigns and told him in the ring at that exact moment, Sheamus is going to come down and take your title. Spear me. Put the title down and spear me now. Or, hey, maybe this. Maybe it was as simple as my daughter was so excited and I just broke her heart. You know, because he does have a family. I mean, and you know they watch, and who knows if they tell him what you can't, you don't think. They probably can tell them what's going to happen. Uh, they just have to watch and be surprised. And So maybe that had something to do with it, you know? Like, oh, my daughter's going to, she was so happy, and now she's not. So maybe he was crying for that. I, who knows? I don't know what. Uh, I'm sure the report or something will come out explaining those tears of those uh, those tears of something by Roman Reigns uh, and Sheamus. Yeah, man, congratulations. You know, this is a good year for Sheamus. He he's in the new he's filming the new Ninja Turtles movie or he filmed the new Ninja Turtles movie. Um, uh, he's going to be in that in the sequel, the Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, he's going to play Rocksteady. He had a great heel turn. Uh, he was gone for a while with an inter- with an injury. Had a great heel turn. Came back right after WrestleMania. Uh, has a he's had a decent run. Uh, you know, teaming with Wade Barrett quite a bit, but that's right out. You're not going to see that anymore. Oof, man. He just he just took four steps above Wade Barrett, in my opinion. Wade Barrett is nowhere near holding that or even being around that WWE title. Like, we've, they've been teaming together quite a bit recently. Uh, you know, house shows or Raw, SmackDown. They've been a growing tag team, but that's, that's going to stop for a while now. But it was a fine thing. I think it helped keep Wade Barrett semi-relevant. I think Wade Barrett's kind of been hurting for something anything good i don't you know he he is the king but it just to what extent uh was he the king uh 
How about that when the New Day was coming down with Seamus on one side and Wade Barrett on the other? You had Seamus just dancing the whole way down and Wade Barrett just laughing. Like, I I just have to stand here and listen to this, carrying my crown and scepter. I... <laughs> It was that was quite the entrance. That was really quite the entrance, you know. And there was really a moment when Seamus grabbed the mic. He said, "We're gonna get jiggy with it all over these posers," and the crowd went silent. The music stopped. It was like the DJ scratched a record, like, Arr! and everybody just looked. And I thought to myself, "There's no way he's gonna say get jiggy with it on these posers." And then win the title. I thought that moment was a defining moment for there's definitely no cashing in. And man, was I wrong. Man, they threw me through a loop with getting jiggy with it, jig, getting jiggy with it on those posers. Um, but look, I think it's a good thing. I think Seamus is, you know, he can, he's been around for a while. We all know he's a friend of uh, Triple H's too, but he's a former champion. He won it early off of uh, Cena, you know. Um, in, in his career, he's held it a couple times. He knows how he's held more than one title, uh, more than one times. Uh, if you need to put it on somebody, put it at, at the last minute. I mean, your for your first thought is we need to put this on somebody who knows how to hold it. But on that same note, you nobody's ever gonna you're never gonna know how they hold it if you never let them hold it. And just having Dean Ambrose steal a title and run around New Orleans with it for an afternoon before a pay-per-view, that's not letting him hold it. That's letting him hold on to it. Like, hey, why don't you hold on to this for 24 hours? You know, just hold on to it for me. For You know, you can carry it like a bag boy or something. And he did great with it. He did great with the title even when he was just holding on to it, Dean Ambrose did. I really think they missed an opportunity of growing a new new talent tonight. I'm not saying that this is it. This is all. I mean, that Shame, it's not like Sheamus is going to be the only champion for the next two years. They need to start rotating that belt now. Now that it's, you know, now that it's on Sheamus, okay, good. Let Sheamus hold on to it for a couple months and then put it on somebody else. And then put it on somebody else. Put it on. Let Ambrose take it. Maybe Reigns will take it from him. Maybe he'll get his retribution even next month. Maybe it'll be on Raw tomorrow. Maybe it'll be at Royal Rumble. Maybe Reigns is going to have to go back into the Royal Rumble. Uh, I mean, that's. God, can you do that again? That's. I mean, because that's where we are now. Royal Rumble is the pay per view after next. It's, the, it's two months. We have TLC and then we have the Royal Rumble. It's that close. And so now is really when you're starting to look at, okay, who's going to be where at the Royal Rumble? Who's going to be the champion? Who's getting a title defense? And who's going to be in the actual Rumble itself? Who are we going to see get set up for uh, the main event of WrestleMania? We are two months away to finding out the main event of WrestleMania. Think about that two months we wait all year for wrestlemania and in two months we will know who the main event is going to be and what the main event is going to be who's going to be in the main i mean we're that close is reigns going to be in the rumble is he going to be in a match with sheamus building up for a feud outside of the main event are we going to see daniel bryan come back at the rumble if so is he going to win it this time is it just going to be a pop is cesaro going to win the royal rumble 
Uh, are, are we going to see uh, Tyson Kidd come back next year? Is he close to coming back now? Uh, how's his health? Are we going to see him in a couple months? Maybe Tyson Kidd and Cesaro can just get the run with the tag team titles. Uh, that's a great tag team. I love that team. I love they're so good. Um, we didn't see Cesaro tonight, but I from what I heard, he is injured. He's he's got a shoulder. He might need shoulder surgery. Um, so uh, I hope he gets well. All right. Well, this uh, overall, I enjoyed the show. Okay. So let's I let me let's go over my prediction. Okay. I definitely predicted Reigns. I predicted Ambrose. Uh, I didn't even know who was going to be in the uh, the tag team title match. Uh, but I uh, I'm sorry the survivor series match i didn't know who was going to be in it but i did uh so i couldn't predict a winner but as soon as i saw who your faces were i predicted the heels before they even came out so that's that counts uh title match with charlotte predicted that tyler breeze versus ziggler predicted that and then reigns versus ambro i went on a limb and predicted ambrose i did i was like i'm i'm shooting from my hip i'm shooting with my heart I want to see Ambrose take this. I think he's going to do great. He can take the company to the next level. I think he can improve ratings a little bit. Uh, he can cut some pretty badass promos. Uh, but I also thought Roman Reigns could really benefit from joining the authority. I thought that's something that we really could have seen. I mean, he's still stuck in the shield. Roman Reigns still thinks he's in the shield. He walks out like the shield. His music is the shield. He dresses like the shield. He's still doing his catchphrases from the shield. He's still doing his moves from the shield he is no he is exactly the same thing so me to me he needed to join the authority he needed to get out of the shield clothes change his music put on a suit let triple h talk for him learn how to learn from the best learn from the best and that would have been a perfect spot for him um but it didn't happen it didn't happen i'm not i don't think i don't if it didn't happen tonight i don't really think it will in the future i don't think that's something that we're going to see down the road um so who knows? I, uh, I'm excited for Raw. Um, I'm excited to see what happens on Raw. Maybe we're going to see a new face. Maybe we'll see Goldust again. Uh, with maybe Goldust versus Stardust. Are they going to build that for an actual match now? Or is this just going to be it? Are they just teasing us? A little pre-show, like, pop? I mean, really, Goldust is one of the best. That was one of the biggest pops of the night. So, except for uh, the main event, my predicted the whole show. I was all right. So, all right. Um, new episode will be out uh, late, late Thursday night uh, for the S Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast for the weekly show. Uh, so thank you for listening. Again, follow me on Twitter at the Yes Talk. Uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. I like to, you know, I like to follow my pro wrestling fans. I like to follow pro wrestling. So uh, I like pro wrestling. All right. So to all the Kaufman guys, all the Kaufman girls, uh, to the Yes Nation, thanks for keeping this show going. I uh, wouldn't be here without you. Rock out with your talk out. I'll talk, uh, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. Yeah. Yeah.